Hello. Thanks for tuning in to the ABC Mission Partners podcast, the official podcast of African Bible Colleges. My name is Collins Kayongo, a programs manager Radio ABC Uganda. We use this podcast as a tool to keep the friends, prayer partners, ministry partners and donors of ABC informed about the ways we are seeing God at work through our ministries in Malawi, Uganda and Liberia and also to have a discussion about important topics related to global missions. We would love for you to subscribe to the podcast and to share it with friends. Now, here is the Vice President of ABC and podcast host, Tim K, with today's episode. Thank you, Collins. Well, it has been a long time since our last episode. We apologize for the long lapse in production. It's been a few months, uh, and certainly a lot has happened, uh, by far most significantly, the tragic and unexpected loss of the beloved president and chancellor of African Bible Colleges, Dr. Paul Chinchin. Paul was a dear friend of mine, and I know he meant so much to so many people out there, including many of you listening to this podcast, but uh, he touched the lives of people all across America, but especially, of course, uh, in Africa, in Liberia, in Malawi, and in Uganda. And while we do grieve this this loss that is an immense loss, uh, I just want to reassure you that the mission of ABC has not changed, it's not going to change. The Leadership of ABC is determined to continue to aggressively chase that mission to raise up Christian leaders for Africa, to continue to educate and train and equip young African men and women for ministry, uh, to train and equip them for engagement in, in whatever sphere God has called them to with a clear understanding of the biblical gospel in a vision for God's kingdom, and the desire to glorify God by bringing the truth of God's Word to bear wherever it is that God calls them, whether that is in the local church, whether it's in Christian ministry of another sort, whether it's in the nonprofit sphere, whether it's in business or in government or in education or the communication industry or wherever it is that God calls them, uh, we will continue to prepare and produce leaders for Africa in all of those areas. Uh, there is uh, a team of us headed to Malawi this week. In fact, a few of the members of our team have already arrived. The rest of us will be arriving in the next few days. In fact, by the time you lis- you're listening to this podcast, we will, I think, all be on the ground there. There's also a team um, from a church partner, uh, the Rock Church in uh, San Diego, California, who also is going to be there at the same time next week uh, doing ministry, encouraging our students So we're thankful for The Rock and their participation with us in Malawi this week. But again, let me just reassure you, uh, ministry is back underway for the fall in all three of the countries where we serve, in Liberia, in Uganda, and in Malawi. Uh, Ministry continues in in the universities on all three of those campuses. Ministry continues at the ABC Community Clinic and at the ABC Christian Academy in Malawi. This uh, August, we've launched um, our two online degree programs, an an MBA, Master's of Business Administration, as well as our undergraduate uh, bachelor's degrees uh, as online programs. Those are underway. We've been talking about that for years, and that's finally uh, been launched. We're so thankful for that. 
And then there also are two new programs that continue to progress in their development towards launch soon. And those two are the aviation uh, program in Uganda and a new STEM high school in Malawi. So we're thankful that the work continues. It goes forward by the grace of God. And we appreciate your prayers. We would ask you to continue to pray for us, for the teams on each one of our campuses as they continue to do the work of the Lord there, as they continue to try to extend uh, God's kingdom and make a difference in the lives of our students. Um, As always, we continue to need partners to come alongside us financially. We appreciate your participation. If you're interested in giving to ABC, you'll find the necessary information to do so in the show notes. In fact, with a link provided to take you straight to our donations page. But you can find all the information you need about ABC on our website at www.africanbiblecolleges.com. You can also send us a message, podcast at African. BibleColleges.net if you have any questions for us. But let me just encourage you, you know, the theme of today's episode is to do something. Um, so get involved in ministry, whether that's getting involved with us in some way, in a volunteer way, or even looking into coming on staff with us. We'd love for you to, to consider that. Uh, but get involved. Get involved right in your community, wherever God has you. Get involved in your local church. Get involved in your neighborhood. Do something. And, and that's The direction I want to take us now, for the rest of our time together for this podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to share with you a portion of a sermon preached by Paul last year at the church led by his twin brother Palmer, the Grove Church in Chandler, Arizona. The title of the sermon is Do Something. And if you'd like to hear the whole sermon, we'd, we would certainly encourage you to just let this whet your appetite and go listen to the whole thing. You can do so. Again, the links will be provided in the show notes to an audio version or a video version of the sermon. I would encourage you to do that. Uh, but now, here's Paul. Well, this morning I'm going to be reading out of Matthew chapter 9. It's about Jesus stopping what he was doing, listening to people helping people, and sharing the gospel with the people. Everywhere Christ went throughout the New Testament, every story you read, Jesus, he sees a problem, he stops, and he does something about the problem. And that's the title of my message this morning is, Do Something. Do Something. All of you have seen a problem in your community, in your city, in your state, in America, around the world, and you you ask yourself, why isn't anyone doing something? I think sometimes we ignore the the practical things in Scripture. We become, I think, so concerned with the theological aspects of Scripture that we tend to ignore the practical, the tangible, the empirical, the fact that Christ expects us to actually do something. But this was the example Christ left us. You can't read about Christ in the New Testament without looking at the example that he left us. Everywhere Christ went, yes, he was preaching the gospel, but when he saw people that were hungry... He fed them. When he saw people that were sick, he healed them. When he saw people that were blind, he gave them sight. Jesus was always taking care of people's spiritual needs, yes, but also always addressing their physical needs. And Jesus went through all the towns and all the villages, teaching in their synagogue and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. If you read this in the original language, it says, his heart was moved 
with compassion. It's a very strong wording. When he saw the people, his heart was moved with compassion because they were weary and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his field. The church was never intended to be some kind of weird waiting room for the hereafter. The church is supposed to be turning itself inside out to the world. And this is how Jesus operated. Everywhere that Christ went, he was doing something. And so I wanted to leave with you three things that will help you remember, three things about doing something and how you can do something. The first thing is do something you love. Do something you love. It doesn't matter if you're here in your community, if you're in Haiti, if you're in Africa. You need to find a way, one, to relate to people, a way to be involved, a way to build value and appreciation. Do something you love. Number two, do something engaging. Participation is everything. Being involved makes all the difference in the world. We talk about the passage that we read about Jesus having compassion on people, and it says his heart was moved with compassion because he was with him. Participation is everything. You can't love people that you don't know. And I think a lot of times we think, well, we're going to go to Haiti and build an orphanage. We're going to go to Africa and give out shoes and clothes. That's, we're going to do wonderful things for these people. We're going to build schools. We're going to do great things for these people. But you know what missions is really about? It's about how it changes you, how it changes your perception of other people. It gives you a love for people that you never knew. You have compassion and appreciation for people when you get to know them, when you're with them, when you spend time with them. Do something you love. Do something engaging. And then the last one is do something now. Do something now. I tell people you don't have to wait until you're on a mission trip to Tijuana to help people that you don't know. You don't have to wait until you're on a mission trip to Tijuana to help someone that you don't know. I know that you Americans are busy. I'm going to say if I picked one problem here in America, Americans are too busy. But don't think Jesus wasn't busy too. Jesus had places to go. He had people to see. If you read that story when he was walking across the town in Matthew 9, go back and read that this evening, you'll see that he's rushing. This, This important gentleman's daughter is dying when all of a sudden this lady touches his robe and said, please help me. Jesus was busy. He had places to go and people to see, but he was always willing to stop. He was willing to listen. He was willing to help people. That's a very difficult thing, I think, for a lot of Americans because One, we're tremendously time time conscious. We're uh, tremendously task-oriented. So we're time-conscious, task-oriented people. In fact, this is the reputation that you have in Africa. That This is a perception that Africans have of Americans is, one, that they're impatient and they're always in a hurry. In fact, uh, they have a saying in Africa. They say, you Americans, you have a lot of watches, but you don't have so much time. They said, but we Africans, we don't have so many watches, but we have lots of time. So you have to be willing in your heart to whatever you think your job is to do in the church or in the community, if God puts something right in front of you, you have to be ready and willing to stop and to do it. So do something you love, do something engaging, do something now. And let me just finish by reading the last two verses of chapter 9, if you can look back at those verses Then Christ says to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send workers into his field. 
And you read that and you think, wow, Jesus was saying it strong to those people 2,000 years ago. He really wanted them to go do something. That passage isn't about people 2,000 years ago. That passage is about you. It's about me. It's about fields that are white into harvest now. That's exactly what Africa is. Do you know that there's 32,000 people becoming Christians every single day in Africa? There's a billion people in Africa. Half of them are Christians. There's a half a billion Christians. And there's another half a billion people that aren't Christians. The fields are white unto harvest. And I know that things are difficult now when people say, well, this isn't really a good time. I've got student bills I need to pay. I'm taking care of my mother. This is COVID time. Let me give you a newsflash. There's no perfect time to stop what you're doing and serve God, to serve other people, to serve on the mission field. There's no perfect time, and there's no perfect person. There's a lot of people who say, well, I can't go be a missionary to Africa like Paul and Palmer's dad, Jack and El Chinchin, or like David Livingston, or, or like Adoniram Judson. I'm not a perfect person like that. God uses imperfect people. Let me tell you about George Stott. When Hudson Taylor was starting mission work in China in the mid-1800s, he came back to England. He's looking for people to help him. And there was a young school teacher that wanted to go back with him to China. His name was George Stott. The problem with George Stott was, though, that he only had one leg. When he was 19 years old, he lost his left leg in an accident. But he was determined to go with Hudson Taylor. And so he spoke at his church. He told the people, I'm going to China to be a missionary. He actually was there for the next 26 years until he died. George Stott was a missionary in China. But as he spoke, as a young man, he was walking out the door and an older gentleman followed him out. And he said, George Stott, do you really think that a man with one leg should be going to China to be a missionary? Do you know what George Stott's response was? He said, I don't see those with two legs going, so I feel I must. I don't see those with two legs going, so I feel I must go do something. Thanks again for listening in today. Please do remember to subscribe and share our podcast. It's available on the ABC webpage as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Overcast. Give us a rating, leave us a comment, or send us a message to podcast at africanbiblecolleges.net. The music on ABC Mission Partners podcast is by Some Project Africa, written, performed, and recorded in Uganda by friends of ABC, including several ABU alumni. You can find their three excellent albums on iTunes, Spotify, and on YouTube, so check them out. And if you'd like to learn more about ABC and any of our ministries, or if you would like to make a donation, you can always find us on the web at www.africanbiblecolleges.com.